0: Hello and welcome. I am so excited to start this. If you're watching this or listening this and you have no idea who I am. Hi, my name is Bryce Crawford and this is the Heaven on Earth podcast episode one. I'm super excited, super pumped. But before we get right into it, I just want to pray over this episode real quick. Just I just want to pray for it. Um, So let us pray. Father, I thank you for this day. Um, God, we just thank you for another breath of life. I think we take it so much for granted. Um, because oftentimes we wake up and it just kind of blows over our head in the fact that sometimes people don't even get to wake up, and yet we did. So, Father, we thank you for that. And I just want to just pray for whoever's listening to this that you touch their heart today. So, Father, we just thank you and we love you and we praise you. Oh, my goodness. Jesus, we love you. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Guys, first of all, I'm so sorry, I have like a cold, so if you hear me sniffling or or my voice is gone a little bit, so I'm going to have to probably be a little bit closer to the microphone, which is totally okay. Super excited for this episode, episode one, and it's just going to be me today, so I'm really excited, but I'm going to talk about my healing testimony. Um, I just think testimony is so powerful. I think the biggest mistake we have with testimonies is like we unintentionally or maybe intentionally sometimes try to point the fingers at us, but a testimony is something that we didn't do. The testimony should be pointing fingers to God. And so today I'm going to be telling you about the time I was physically healed. And it was on Friday, November 12th of 2021. This was this past Friday. Incredible. And I just want to give the full story, the full breakdown because there's so much power to it. And I just want to give glory to his name. Now, I want to clarify something, just a little bit of background about myself. I've grown up in the church, and I've considered myself a believer, and I've said I was a follower of Jesus, but it wasn't until December of 2020 that I rededicated my life to Jesus and fully decided to walk in faith. Now, as I started walking in faith, diving deeper into Scripture, I realized um, what it meant to be a Christ follower, and and you kind of like understand things a little bit better when you dive into Scripture. So what I was doing um, was... I was looking at the Holy Spirit, and I saw the ways that the Holy Spirit moved in the Bible, uh, in the Old Testament, and in the New Testament, and people were being healed a lot in the New Testament, and I was like, oh my goodness. I mean, we see Jesus heal people, but after his resurrection and the Holy Spirit lived inside of the apostles and lived inside of believers, um, you see the apostles like healing people, and so I'm like, oh my goodness. This is amazing. Hey, can we just praise God for a moment, the fact that people were getting healed, and now in today's society, like, I just didn't know, I didn't know if the Holy Spirit moved that way still, and so I was um, just really confused about that, and it wasn't that I was doubting the power of God, I just, I just didn't know my much stance on it, um, so something that I've been doing since sixth grade is I've been on the wrestling team. I've been on the wrestling team since 6th grade. I'm a senior in high school right now, and it's super awesome, super sad, because time really went by really fast. Um, but long story short, I got this thing in my knee. It's called bursitis. I got it from wrestling about my freshman year, and it's when the sacks on your kneecap swell up with blood, and it like they are in immense pain. And I got them again. Uh, I hit my knee really hard, and it swelled up um, Thursday night, the night before, I'm going to Chattanooga. Now, I'm driving to Chattanooga um, for a How to Life, which is this hosted event with all my my friends, and and we push it out and we host this event where we preach to Generation Z. That's what it is. And so, um, I had hurt my knee the night before. The morning, the morning uh, of when we were supposed to go, I was driving us there. Now. I went to the chiropractor, got my shoulders adjusted, my hip adjusted, put back in the socket, um, and my knee was still in immense pain. And my fingers, uh, I, I've broken, like, my middle two fingers a lot on both fingers because I've I've been wrestling a long time, and they bend and, and get jammed and break a lot. And so my middle finger on my right hand was swollen and purple, so I had it, like, taped up and wrapped. So we get to the house Friday night. I say hey to everyone and I hobble over to this chair. I'm in so much pain. I'm limping horribly. I don't want to move. So I just kinda of lay around this chair reading this book called The Imitation of Christ. Um, and I'm just reading. And I see a security camera. Now this is a key part of the story. May not sound like it, but this is a key part. This is this is just very important. I see a security camera next to me. I'm very obvious in the house. So I start making faces in front of it uh, because I knew that the family would see it later on. <laughs> well Few hours go by and I am just—I don't know why—I was just tired of sitting around, even though I was in immense pain. I really wanted to get up. I—it's one of those things where you're tired of laying around. And you want to go do something, even though you really don't want to. Uh, and so I just wanted to go walk around. So I stand up and I start hobbling around, and people are looking at me and just—you know—it's one of those things. You see me limping, and you know I don't want to be walking, but I am. Anyways, I walk to the front door. And the person that was hosting all of us in their house, her dad and grandma came back from dinner. And this mom and dad from Ecuador walked in the door. Now, their children, the the family from Ecuador, their children were with us. And I met them earlier, but didn't register in my brain. The family that was hosting us for the weekend, um, they met those people back on a mission trip two years ago, three years ago in Ecuador. um, The family, and they came up to visit. So the mom and dad... Um, The dad does not speak any English, only Spanish. And the mom speaks fluent English and fluent Spanish, and so do the kids. They speak fluent English, fluent Spanish. Um, The the adult's names are Poncho and Pity, and these are some of my favorite people on the planet now. The reason they started talking to me was because they saw me making faces in the security camera. That is the only reason that they started talking to me was because they saw me making faces live on the security camera. And they were asking me about that. Um, and then they start talking to me and asking me about my personal life, if I'm a believer, how I became a believer. And in the middle of talking, um, the mother was translating for me, but the dad goes, God wants to tell you something about your heart. So I'm like, all right, I mean, just go ahead and tell me. And oh my goodness, I'm about to get so excited about this because this is awesome. The dad starts telling me things, Poncho, starts telling me things about my life I've never told anyone in my entire life. What in the world? He, like, he starts telling me things I've never told people in my entire life. He's telling this to my face. I'm getting so excited because I just the power of God is so beautiful. And then, then not only did he tell me things I've never told anyone in my entire life, he started telling me things that I've prayed for that I've never told anyone I've prayed for. And he started telling me answers to prayers from God. So I started bawling my eyes out in front of this guy. I'm like, I've met this guy for five minutes, and he's telling me things about my life I've never told anyone. telling me things I've prayed for that I've never told anyone I've prayed for ever. And he's telling me answers from God to some of my prayers. Like, this is awesome, and I just want to scream and shout. And I was just a cherry on top. I was like, if nothing else happens in my life, I can't deny God. Because this has to be from God. There's no way this guy could have known anything about my life. It was incredible. But it gets better. I hug him, cry in front of this guy even more, cry in front of his arms, in his arms, and I kind of just hobble back over on the couch, start reading my books some more, and and I was just, you know, that was that was enough, like, God was so good to me in that moment, so gracious, so faithful. Um, my knee was killing me, my fingers were killing me, well, it was about time for them to leave, and I, I get up out of my chair an hour or two later after, right before they're about to leave, and I'm just in a lot of pain, but I'm hobbling over, I say goodbye, and I hug all of them, and they're... Uh, the last son I hugged, he goes, Bryce, can I pray for your knee? And I was like, yeah, of course you can pray for my knee. Like, I I was just so overjoyed with the way God moved through poncho. I just, like, was so overjoyed. I was so expectant of the Lord. Now, as he started praying for my leg in my mind, yes, I'm so grateful for the Lord. But in my mind, I'm like, my leg's not important. I'm not that important right now. I'm so minuscule compared to the earth. Like, God has no intention of healing me right now. And then the son lays his hand on my knee and goes, in the name of Jesus, I pray that this knee be healed and better than it was before. And I want to pray for his fingers and that they be healed as well and that you renew his fingers, and that you renew his knee. And as he's praying for my knee and my fingers in that way, when he lays his hand on my knee, my knee gets really hot. I'm getting, I'm getting chills. I'm getting chills. My knee gets really hot and it gets really like calm and tranquil. And after the prayer, he says, Amen. I extend my knee, and it was as if nothing was wrong with it ever. It was as if nothing had ever been wrong with my knee. It was better than it was before. So I started jumping up and down and, like, running laps around the house. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this just happened. And every lap I took around the house, the people there that had seen me limping before, all my friends, were so mind blown. Just like, this guy was literally in so much pain, and I was running around the house. And it was because God healed me. And, in like, 30 minutes after when we were in worship— God was telling me, like, Bryce, take off the bandages on your fingers. I take them off, and my finger wasn't even purple anymore. I, I just backed away from my desk. This is incredible. This is, I'm, I'm just like, oh, my gosh. God healed me that night. November 12th, God healed me. And I'm so grateful for it. I'm so grateful. I I, I have no reason to deny God because of the power of God that I experienced. It it was so mind-blowing. Now, yes, all of God's righteousness and divine power is displayed throughout creation so that humankind is without excuse. Romans 1, 18 through 23, great passage. General revelation is how God speaks to believers and non-believers. Yes, I know God exists. I knew it through creation. I knew it through people I've interacted with and through the church and through signs. But God literally healed me, and I'm like, there's no way I can deny Him. And it was one of those things where you know, even a week before it had happened, yes, I was a believer, but something that humankind has a hard time comprehending is setting the heart, the eyes on our heart on the things that are unseen and that, and that is God and setting our eyes on the treasures that are unseen that are from God. And so like, if you would have asked me if I would drop everything for God, like I would say yes, because that's what you wanted to hear a week ago, but Deep down, like, it would be hard for me because I just didn't understand it. And, like, today, if you asked me that question, no doubt I would drop everything just to praise him. Everything. Like, it it was such an incredible experience. But that was just the beginning of it. The next night. So, so first of all, Poncho gave me answers to my prayers from God through him. And I was so expectant of it. So, the next night, Saturday, the 13th. Um, was the ministry event, and to answered another one of my prayers there. I had experienced something very personal in my life, and that night, um, they had us on prayer team. I was on prayer team, and they just had us available in case anyone wanted prayer. And I'm just waiting and worshiping in the back, and this guy comes up to me, and he goes, Hey, um, I don't know why I feel led to come to you for prayer, but um, this is what I struggle with. And he told me what he struggles with, and as he's telling me, I start laughing uncontrollably. And, and he was like, why are you laughing? I literally just told you what I'm struggling with. And I was like, no, that's not what I'm laughing at. I'm laughing because you have no idea what God has to tell you. God lays so many things on my heart. So I start telling him things about his life. God is moving through me now. God is moving through me. And and telling him things about his life that I didn't know through me. And he starts bawling his eyes out. And, and after he hugs me, and suddenly I realized, I finally got to understand because of the power of God. This guy was, like, thanking me. He's, like, dude, thank you so much. You have no idea. I needed this. And I'm, like, dude, like, it's not me. And that's what we have to realize. Like, when when God moves through us to touch people's hearts, there's nothing we did by ourselves. It's God moving through us. That's something we have to realize. But that wasn't the end of it. The next day, when I got back, uh, Sunday the 14th, November 14th, I got back home. I was at dinner. And I had posted about my healing on um, social media. And... Um, someone, this girl snapchatted me that I literally barely have ever talked to in my entire life. And she goes, Hey, like I've seen you post about God and I, I just would really like prayer for my family. All she said, uh, I'm going to leave her unnamed because this can be personal, but this is what she said. So then all of a sudden I'm sitting there and I'm just like, God, how can I best pray for this girl right now in her situation? And immediately the Lord lays on my heart exactly what she's going through <laughs> so I text her back, and I'm like, hey, this is very random. (laughs) This is very random, but um, is this what you're going through? And I type out exactly what I said. She opens it immediately and leaves me unopened for five minutes. All right? And then she responds back and says, I don't know how you knew that, but, yes, I would love prayer for that. It's just, and goes on to tell me, I start laughing uncontrollably again. (laughs) (laughs) The Lord is so faithful. And I started laughing uncontrollably because, like, the power of the Lord is so amazing and so good. So good. And we sell God short of his glory all the time. I think it's so incredible. And this is what I want to close on in today's episode. I know it's a little bit shorter, but this is what I want to close on. Is there's a one in 400 trillion chance that a human being is born. And yet you were born with those odds, one in 400 trillion chance. On top of that, God is personal to you and chooses to know you, even though you're minuscule compared to the entire universe. And on top of that, he knows your actions, decisions, thoughts, and choices before you make them. And he even knows the ones in which you disobey him. And I know, (laughs) it's happened in the past. I know, you know when like you know when a friend has done you dirty? And, it's, and you know what they've done to you. And you know that they've talked behind your back. And so you are already mad and upset at them. And they just don't know why you're mad and upset at them. Like you're already angry and upset at them. And they just don't understand. Even though God knows that we'll disobey him. He still loves us and shows us grace. And still chooses to know us. And he still leaves a seat open at the table for us. With our name reserved for it. Where no one else can take up that seed spot unless it's us and the beauty of that is so incredible guys thank you so much for watching or listening to this episode um this is the first episode of the heaven on earth podcast i'm super excited super blessed um just a few housekeeping notes number one The best way to keep updated with the Instagram, uh, I mean, the best way to keep updated with the podcast is through the Instagram Heaven on Earth Pod. Um, So feel free to go check it out. It's the best way to be updated on it. Second thing, be in constant prayer for the podcast. um, I would just love uh, just prayer for the podcast, um, and not not for me specifically, but for the people's ears listening to it, and for the people's hearts that will encounter it. So I just want to constantly pray for that. Um, And third, if you guys have any special guests or topics that you would like to see or listen to or hear about, please DM the account on Instagram. I would love to be able to touch on certain subjects that you guys would like to listen to. Um, As always, I love you. Jesus loves you. And wherever you are, whether it's the morning, afternoon, or night, stay blessed. And in every action, thought, And every word that you speak, just let it be in glory of the Father. All right, you guys, take care. Bye-bye.